0: Hello and welcome to Fielding Questions, a podcast produced by Egg Country Farm Credit Services that explores the world of farm finance and rural living. I'm your host Adam Albrecht. Today we'll be diving into the topic of leasing with Amy Williams, Regional Vice President with Farm Credit Leasing. Welcome, Amy.
1: Well, thank you, Adam. Delighted to be here today.
0: Now, people are familiar with buying something, but that might not always translate to their familiarity with leasing. Could you walk us through what can you all lease?
1: Sure, happy to do so, Adam. You know, really the things that can be leased for agriculture are really unlimited. There are so many things. Um, What we see typically day-to-day would be things like grain bins, buildings, machinery and equipment, titled assets such as over-the-road tractors, trailers, vehicles irrigation systems, packaging and processing lines, even so far as things like you wouldn't expect but solar arrays, um, solar arrays are becoming more popular. We can lease controlled atmosphere storage, milk and food processing facilities, even things like greenhouses and fruit bins and wine barrels. So. Farm credit leasing works coast to coast and we see quite a range of types of assets. As long as it can be used for agriculture, typically we can lease it.
0: Well, that's a pretty substantial list of, of what can be leased, but is there anything out there that cannot be leased?
1: That's a very good question. Um, typically <laughs> I would say, yeah, if it floats or flies or breathes, those are the things that we can't lease. So can't lease livestock, Typically, uh, boats uh, can't be leased, airplanes, those kind of things, typically those are the harder to do type of assets. But what you look at in a typical farming operation, um, the vast majority, if you can do a loan on it, you certainly can do a lease on it as well as a way to really you know, preserve some working capital and really look for ways of lowering your payment over a loan.
0: Now, let's talk a little bit about those terms in regards to a lease. Uh, Are are they more flexible than a traditional loan?
1: Yes, Adam, definitely. Uh, A lease is going to give you a lot of flexibility. And if you think about it in terms of comparing a lease to a a loan, a a lease isn't necessarily designed to compete against the loan. Um, It's really designed to complement the loan. So two complementary products. In terms of structuring, a lease is going to give you a lot more flexibility. Typically, a lease has 100% financing, which means no large down payment, uh, unlike a loan. Typically, it's just the first uh, upfront payment due at the start of the lease, so less money out of pocket. Additionally, we have the ability with a lease to match up your payments to cash flow, and that's something that producers really like to take advantage of and really sway them towards the lease to be able to have that flexibility we also have flexible terms uh, lengths and residuals um, which would be the purchase option at the end of the lease and it's i would look at it almost in terms of like a balloon at the end of a loan there's a residual purchase option typically at the end of the lease What that does is that allows for the payments stream to be lower with an amount outstanding at the end to purchase the asset and the lease. So again, a lot of flexibility in terms of structuring, in terms of when payments come due, um, in terms of length of term. We can even go up to 10 to 12 years in some cases uh, with our lease terms.
0: So then there are definitely some farm families out there that are considering adding some equipment or adding a building, but one of the parties is looking to retire. How does that transition work from one generation to the next if a lease is present?
1: Great question, Adam. One of the key benefits of leasing is estate planning and generational transfer of assets. So there's many different types of leases but from a tax standpoint the two key areas are a true lease uh, where a customer would deduct their lease payment as an operating expense or a conditional sale lease where the customer takes depreciation just like a loan now the first one with a true lease the leasing company is the legal owner of the asset and the tax owner of the asset throughout the portion of the lease So if we have a farming operation where um, they're getting to the point where they wanna start planning to transition an asset from one generation to the next, leasing is a great fit for that. Um, And the true lease structure in particular is a great fit for that because by writing a true lease, let's say on, for instance, um, a $2 million freestall barn, at the beginning of the lease, the older generation that's looking to retire can originate the lease, make the payments throughout the course of the lease. Now it stays out of the estate of the customer of the older generation throughout the course of the lease because it's being leased by the leasing company. When you get to the end of the lease, after all payments are made, let's say there's a 15% purchase option at the end. Now the next generation can simply purchase the freestyle barn for the 15% purchase option. And then the leasing company directly transfers ownership from the leasing company to the next generation, keeping it completely out of the, the state at all times of the older generation. So that's a great uh, benefit for estate planning that can only be provided by a lease.
0: Now you've mentioned several benefits, but are there any additional benefits That people will have when it comes to leasing rather than buying something?
1: Yes, definitely. Now, if we look at smaller assets, and by smaller assets, I think of like smaller facilities, like, say, for instance, you know, a a grain bin under a million dollars or a a small farm building under half a million dollars. Oftentimes, those are easier to do uh, than a loan from a collateral standpoint, typically a mortgage doesn't have to be involved, um, lower fees, um, and just a good way to facilitate cash flow for the operation. Another thing that I think of that comes to mind would be on the rolling stock side for like say tractors or combines or sprayers, a lease gives you the opportunity to match up your utilization of the asset with what you're paying to rent the asset. And so it also allows you to frequently replace the asset and maintain a consistent replacement cycle. So let's say you have a tractor that you intend to put say 600 hours a year on uh, and your replacement cycle typically is every three years. With the lease, that allows you to just pay for that portion uh, that you're really using. So it matches up your costs um, per hour with the lease payment. And so that's definitely something that producers look at um, rather than paying cash for the full value of the tractor. They're just paying for the usage of the asset with the lease. It definitely keeps more cash in their pockets and frees up their operating lines for other other uses as well.
0: So what would you say is the most common questions that you get about
1: leasing? You know, I would say there's, there's a lot of misperceptions about leasing. Um, a lot of times it goes back to someone who may have leased, let's say, um, a vehicle in the past. And at the end of the lease, there's been several charges, excess mileage charges, um, excess wear and tear, things like that, unexpected expenses at the end. Those things tend to turn people off uh, to leasing. But when you look at agricultural leasing and um, working with farm credit leasing in a country in general, we can tailor the leases so that there are no additional fees in terms of usage. So different structures to be able to accomplish that. We also are much more upfront at the origination stage to make sure that the customer understands fully what they're getting into. So a lot of the questions are just understanding from the beginning to the end, how does it work? And what happens when we get to the end of the lease? And do I have the option to just hand over the keys to my tractor and walk away from it? Or do I have the option to renew the lease if I wanna keep utilizing the tractor for a few more years? Uh, Or can I purchase it at any time? So those are all the type of questions we typically see when it comes to leasing.
0: Well, Amy, thank you very much for joining us here today. We truly appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you, Adam. Happy to be here.
0: That is Amy William, Regional Vice President with Farm Credit Leasing. We wanna thank you very much for listening along with us here today. If you have any questions about a financial topic, we would love to hear from you. You can send us a message on Facebook, tweet at us on Twitter or submit your questions
1: using our website at eggcountry.com.